0: Yo, yo, welcome to my podcast, My Two Cents on Life. I'm your host, Coach James. Through my podcast, I will preach and teach you how to live a happy and healthy, authentic lifestyle through various topics combined with my own life experiences. Yo, y'all, thank y'all for listening to my podcast. Let's get started. Yo, yo, what's going on, y'all? Happy mind and body. Transformation Tuesday. I'm glad I was able to say that in one mouthful because usually I mess it up real, real bad, (laughs) y'all. Hey, y'all, I just want to tell y'all, thank y'all for joining my podcast and and I want to welcome the new listeners. Welcome. And just want to take my hat off and say thank you for those who continue to listen to my podcast because without y'all two ears, my two cents on life would not even be a thing. So again, thank y'all. So y'all, I'm really excited. I got this leadership class coming up and it's a life coaching leadership course. And I'm excited because I hear that the class is really, really good. And I heard that it really, really, really helps you dig down deep within your soul. And I said it within your soul and really understand who you are from a leader's perspective, right? I feel like we're all leaders. Everybody is a leader, whether you lead in a pack of people, whether you're just leading yourself, uh, because you have to make decisions in everyday life and and, and your leadership is, is going to be tested every single day. And if you're just not a great leader and you make bad decisions, it just happens. Right. But I don't, I'm not going to say that because you made a couple bad decisions to make sure you a bad leader. My point is, is that we're all leaders. Right. Uh, but I'm excited for the class. The thing I'm dreading is that the class is three days and it's a 12 hour class, three days in a row. And so I can only imagine my brain is going to be fried y'all. So, but I can't wait to the class. And then and, and once I get some, uh, once I finish, I'll probably do a podcast on it, just telling y'all how the class went and, and talk about things I learned and, and give back to y'all and, and things hopefully y'all can implement in your everyday life. All right. So, anyways, though, y'all, that's why I'm doing today's podcast. And today's podcast is basically. Who is Coach James Part 2? I did a Part 1, and Part 1 pretty much is basically explained who I was, where I was from, and and why was I doing the podcast, My Two Cents on Life. But today, I want to go a little bit deeper, and I want to give y'all an understanding of where I came from to where I am today. Because in order for you to have a podcast, you have to be a really, really confident person to be able to speak. And then not only that, it's a lot of vulnerability. Like I'm sharing myself with the world. but in in doing so uh i wanted to to do coach james part two because i wanted to, to to dig really really deep and let y'all know who i am my struggles in life things i overcame and how did i get to where i am now right and so first of all understanding me um <clears throat> myself in general i'll say i struggled a lot in life and i struggled because of confidence issues. I struggled because of issues that I had in my past that I didn't like. And 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 to to better understand me, let me give you a deeper, a deeper dive into it. I was a guy who looked in the mirror and hated myself. I didn't like the way I talked. I didn't like the way I looked. I didn't like nothing about myself for years. It was like this syndrome I had that made me grow up not liking myself. And I don't even know what it was. And I laughed because, Growing up in school, a lot of girls were mean to me. They were like, you're, they would always tell me I'm ugly. Oh, uh, you're ugly. No one likes you, right? <laughs> and for years, that, that stuck with me, y'all. It was, it was a hurtful thing for years. And, and I had to overcome that. And I had to really, really understand that just because someone calls you ugly doesn't mean you have to feel ugly and, and think you're like you're ugly. And so I had to overcome that. And, you know, I had this whole syndrome. I had the Tupac syndrome. It's just me against the world, especially in the 90s, right? Because that song made me feel like it can relate to me. And what I took from that song is that I was a young, black, African-American male that no one cared about. No one wants to see me be successful. Everybody just wanted to see me down in the dumps like every other black guy. And... I listened to this podcast, and this guy said something to me recently, and said something, and it stood out. He said that the world is not how it is; it's how we view it to be, right? And so, basically, what that means is that everybody had their own perception of the world and what you think the world has to offer you and what it can offer you. And and back to my my original point. It was me against the world. No one wanted to see me be successful. And so I struggle with that because I felt like that as a black man, I was never going to be successful. I wasn't going to never be a business owner. I was never going to be able to be a college graduate because America says you're a black man and no, you can't do it. And y'all, let me just say this just for everybody. Again, the world is how you visualize it. It's not really what it is. I don't believe that today. Okay, my mindset is so beyond that now. I feel like that we can be anything. I can be anything I want to be in this world. But if you got that Tupac syndrome, me against the world, that's gonna stay with you. And you gotta get over that. And and, and 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 so I had to overcome adversity with thinking that about myself. And I did that, overcame that, that struggle. And I'll say from the age 21 to 30, 21 to 31, I walked around numb. My emotions was just at a pause, right? And that's because I had, had my heart broken several times. And because my heartbreak uh, happened several times to me, I cut my feelings off, I cut my emotions off. And I pushed a lot of good people away that was in my life at an earlier age because I was always looking for somebody to hurt my feelings. I was always looking for somebody to break my heart. I was always looking for somebody to take advantage of me. And when I realized that everyone does not have the same um, uh agenda uh, i was able to start to kind of soften up a little bit and not be so numb but if you're one who walks around walks around because of uh you've been hurt and in your past traumas and your and your pain try to try to let your feelings be felt Try to feel feelings because you don't want to push someone genuine away. And that's what I regret more than anything. I'll push people away that was really genuine because, again, I thought they had very bad motives for me. But not everybody got bad motives for you. So don't walk around numb, y'all. Get over that feeling, all right? And the heartbreak is going to happen You're going to have pain in your life. That's just part of life. It's going to happen. But don't let heartbreak stop you from being great. Because when you let that stop you from being great, you miss out on opportunities. I look back right now and I think about all the opportunities I had when I was growing up. And I missed out on a lot of opportunities, y'all, because I was walking around numb. I didn't want to feel nothing, right? I had that me against the world syndrome, right? And and, and, and when you have that, it it just follows you. And so... I struggled with that for years. Uh, one of my struggles was, and I got a couple I'm going to talk about, was my confidence. It was My confidence was very, very low growing up. And I don't know if it stemmed from just me being African-American. I don't know if it just stemmed from me being the second to the oldest child. I don't know. But my confidence was really, really low. I didn't see myself being competitive with anybody else. Right. Everybody else was always better than me. And it's funny, y'all. The only person I wanted to beat was my, was my younger brother. Cause I was a year older than him. I know I could beat him running. My brother's really good at sports. And so, uh, with my brother being really good at sports, I struggled because I didn't, I wasn't as great as he was. And that's probably one reason why, too, why I struggled with my confidence is cause my brother was so good. But back to what I was saying, he was the only person I wanted to be and needed to be. Everybody else, I'll just let them beat me just because I didn't care, and so my confidence was really, really low, and 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 I struggled with that for a lot of years. But no more. I don't let my confidence stop me now. The way I think of myself, the way I view myself, I'm great, and I'm going to continue to get greater. And and, and that's just basically how I view myself now. There is nothing that can pull me down off my high horse. Uh, and it may sound a little little conceited, but I'm not. I don't want to sound conceited. I just want to be more confident in anything these days. And I just want to point out to y'all that I have struggled with confidence. You can overcome that and be as great as you want to be. You just got to overcome it, right? And then the equality to to, to people next to you, um, I struggle with this because I always feel like the next man was better than me. He he was he can outrun me. He can outdo me. He had better skills. He was he he was more uh, of a better person than me. He looked better than me. And once I I stopped comparing myself to people, things got better for me. And and I say, I tell you now, I compare myself to people now. But what I do is I look at I look at the things I'm great at. I look at my strengths like someone like, for example, if I apply for a position at work and I know who's applying. I look at that person like they got me when it comes to experience. But when it comes to problem solving. I got him in that area, and so I started looking at my strengths instead of the old me would just look at all my weaknesses. And because my weaknesses were so great, it would just kill my strengths, and I would put myself back at the line and, and say that I can't compete with the next person, next man, because they're always better than me, right? And so. Don't ever feel like someone is better than you just because. Even if they are better than you, dig deep and find out what things you're better than them at because it's always worked that way. They may be better than you at this, but you're better than them at that. Okay. Self-reflection. Ooh, this was a big one for me. Y'all, I looked in the mirror and I and I didn't like what I seen in the mirror. I didn't like the way I speak. I didn't like the way I responded. I didn't like nothing about James growing up. And every time I looked in the mirror, I didn't never could see the good part of me. What made me great? What made me different? It's funny. I was a funny guy growing up, y'all. Well, I would crack a bunch of jokes and I would I would mimic movies and do these funny voices. And I forgot about that funny, silly side of myself until my cousins that, that I'd be hitting up now and be like, you remember when you copied this movie? You remember you used to sing this song? And I'm like, oh crap, that day used to be me. So I feel like that I, I was a class clown. And I was a comedian. Um, and read it real quick, y'all, I'm gonna digress real quick, uh, but I'm gonna come back to it. But I was in high school and I used to always correct these jokes. And it was this one kid, and um, uh, he used to get kicked out every other day because his jokes was just some far sometime over the line. And the teacher would kick him out, and he'd be like, Why you never kick out James? He said, Because he's actually pretty funny, and you're not funny. And that's funny as hell when I think about that, y'all. But but back to what I was saying about my self-reflection, I started looking at the things that um that I was good at. Um, the things that I was better at and the things that that I never thought I could overcome, right? And so <clears throat> when you look in the mirror, if you're struggling with what you see and, 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 and it's not what you want to see, start loving yourself. When you start loving yourself, you start loving your blemishes, you start loving your nose, start loving your eyes, start loving your lips. You just feel better about yourself because you love yourself. But if you like I was for the first 10, 15 years of my life, uh, looking in the mirror and hating everything i seen, then yeah, you're going to struggle with that because you're never going to be able to see anything good about yourself. You're only going to see your negatives. Your positives always outweigh your negatives. We just don't think of that. We just think of what we're not good at versus what we are good at. You always have more strengths than weaknesses. And even if you do have weaknesses and they outweigh your strengths, you still have strengths. So following your strengths, lean back on that. And when you self do some self-reflection, Look at your strengths, and I'll tell y'all one thing. I did, uh, one thing I do to this day is that when I look in the mirror now, I see exactly what I want to see. I see greatness. I see Coach James. I see a leader in me. I see a person who can change the world. And I'm not saying I can change everybody, but I got a little bit of something where I can change the world based on what I say, based on what I give to myself, to the world, right? And 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 never look at yourself. And like I said, say that you can't do it. Say you can do it. And when you say you can do it, put the action behind it and make it happen. A lot of us talk about being great and we are great, but we don't do, we don't get past the couch. And when you don't get past the couch, nothing ever happens because guess what? Every time you have a great idea, it's on the couch and you're not taking that idea off the couch and moving with it. So if self-reflection is your issue, start telling yourself you're great, start loving yourself, get off the couch, take your ideas and start putting those into action, right? I keep going back to this mirror thing y'all because um uh, my biggest struggle one of my biggest struggles was 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 the mirror for me and I know I keep saying that but it was it was a real struggle for years and years and years um but now I see exactly what I want to see and I see exactly who I want to be um and 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 I do self reflection uh, every other day for myself to just to try to level set and to get myself back on the same track of where I really want to be in this world and, and who I am. And so how did I fight back? How did I get here? How did I get to having a podcast? How did I get to the point to where I'm so confident now I could share the world with myself and tell you about who I was confidently knowing that I might be judged still. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with judgment because people are going to judge you everywhere you go. To me, I take judgment as constructive criticism. What do I need to get better at? And, and I know you hear a lot of famous people say that if people are not talking about you, then you're not doing something right. Do I buy that? I buy that 100%. People are going to talk about you no matter what. But when you're doing things that are really big and they're good, people got more to say about you. But I think the thing about it is is that we hear more of the bad things versus the good things. Just like there's people saying bad things about you, there's people saying good things about you. But guess what? Bad news only makes its way back to you. Good news never gets to you, right? <laughs> and that's this guy I listen to on Instagram. He always hated him. If someone send me bad news, I return the sender. I don't want it. I'm not opening. It, and I don't need it. So y'all can use that. Uh, Dr. Tracy, you said I could say that. So I'm saying return the sender. Right. If you don't like it. And and, and so um, how, one way I fought back um, to get to where I am today is overcoming my past. My past, I always looked at that and, and, and I struggle with that. And, and the reason why I struggle with the past is because I was a lot of heartache. And like I said, y'all, a lot of um, heartbreak from the past. And it's hard to get over heartbreak. And it's something that you have to really, really be willing to get over. And when I say get over it, that's it to be consistently. Today, you can't think great about yourself and tomorrow I'll go back to poor thinking right? E- 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 either two things, either one thing is going to happen. Either you're going to think great every day or you're going to think bad every day. And which one is it? Because you can't flip flop back and forth because you're going to be all over the place. I've played that game for years too. So overcome your past, whatever it is you got to deal with, deal with it head on, face it. Y'all, and I'm just going to say it, some of us need counseling. And I keep saying this, but some of us really, really need counseling. You need to meet with someone, who doesn't know you personally, doesn't know hurt you, doesn't know your past, and, and really pour yourself out to them and, and take their guidance and their feedback and use it. Like I said a minute ago, some of us don't get up get up past the couch. If, if you're going to go see someone, take the feedback they give you and use it. Put it into action because that's the only way you're going to overcome your hurts, right? And in, in, in pain, how do you overcome pain, I mean. A lot of times our heart is in the cast because uh, the pain is still there and it's it's heart pain and and, and and pain is going to linger and linger and linger. I still have pain to this day, but I don't let the pain stop me. I still think about my childhood traumas, but I don't let the trauma stop me no more. I, I fight them head on and I overcome them. One thing that I did is that uh, I sat down one day, everybody was gone. My wife is at work. My kids is at work. And it was just me all alone at home, me and my thoughts, me and my effed up thoughts. Let me just say that because that's what it was. Right. And every negative thought that came to my mind, I counted it And and, and, and I figured out where it came from. And when I figured out where it came from, I knew the root of it, the root cause. And once I knew the root cause, I was like, you know what, that's a false. That's that is a false statement. That is not true whatsoever. And yes, that did happen, but I'm over it now. Right? And it, it literally took me eight hours, y'all, to really fight through all these negative thoughts that would come to my mind about my past and my hurts and my pains. Right? And it took me, like I said, it took me a while. And I started thinking about all the traumas i dealt with in my past. And I started thinking about everything that helped me back. And I'm like, you're over that now, James. You don't need that in your life no more. I'm I'm way past beyond that. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, and I told him I think different, I sleep different, I act different, and I even speak different now. And that's got that's got to be the new you. So you want to talk about how to overcome your past, your, your pains, your hurts, your traumas. You got to set the tone for a new you. And don't go back to old you. No matter what nobody say, don't go back to the old you. Don't let people judge you on your past once you overcome that, because that'll take you right back to square one. Right. If you're over your past, everybody else should be over your past. Now, I'm not saying they're not gonna bring it back to you because they definitely gonna bring it back to you. But you shouldn't have to ruminate on it. You shouldn't have to go back. You shouldn't have to go back to where you came from because that happened. You should be able to overcome that. All right, y'all. So uh, overcome, uh, overcome your pain, your hurt, and your childhood traumas. Some of your traumas you won't be able to overcome, but in time, it happened. You just gotta fight for it. All right. Fixing my mindset for a long time. I had a negative mindset, like I said, and and I start um, focusing on my mindset and how I did that is I started reading books of successful people. I started, I started really looking at YouTube videos and I started looking at little small things every single day. And, and uh, on my watch, I got self affirmation set to where I get affirmations every hour. And that was one way, because even if I'm not having a good day, when that affirmation comes up and say, "Hey, you are special. You do love yourself. You have overcome objectives," it put me back on a it put me back on a positive playing field, and I know right then and there, okay, I'm gonna get right back into this shit because my my affirmation was powerful. It gets me right back to where I need to be, and some of us need that. But like I said, to change my mindset, y'all, to to, to have it be positive and and to have a growth mindset, uh, you might want to read every day because I read every day. Um, because reading, it helps your mind grow and it expands your mind. It expands your thinking and it expands your thought process. And, and so if you're not one of those ones, where you're trying to struggle and try to figure out how to change your mindset, go read some books. It ain't got to be mindset books. It can be some books on something that interests you, but just read those because it expands the mind and it helps you think about other stuff, right? How I feel about myself, I feel really great about myself. Back then, I did not, though. Like I told you, I expressed that to you. But that's one way I fall back is how I feel about myself now. I feel great about myself. I feel like I'm a successful African-American man. And y'all I'll tell you right now, I don't deem my success based on how big my pocketbook is. I mean, money is great, but money does not solve the problem of happiness. Money does not solve the problem of a bad mindset or your past traumas, right? Money makes life a little bit easier, but it doesn't fix uh, it doesn't fix your mindset. Right. And so I don't let that deem me. Uh, but I I do focus on trying to make more money. That should be everybody's goal, but I don't let it hold me back. So how I feel about myself, I feel like I'm successful, I feel like I'm great, I feel like I'm continue continue to fight for greatness. And long as you know that and you do that, you're good how I handle things. I handle things totally different from the way I used to handle things. I used to be one of those guys where I didn't handle things. I kept putting them on the back burner. I'm not going to make that call. I'm not going to take a step out of my box. I'm not going to apply for that position. I'm not going to approach this person because I kept putting everything on the back burner. But now I handle things straight up like a man, right? If I got, if I feel like someone's got a problem with me, I address it head on. If I feel like I said something and someone got offended, I say, hey, I said something back there. I don't know if I read the signals wrong, but I felt like I might have offended you. And if I did, I didn't mean it in that way. This is how I meant it. Right. And so I handle things totally different when it comes to myself and in different scenarios. I just don't handle them like I used to. And, and you know, you want to be very careful about how you handle and address things anyways, because there's this thing called tone and there's this thing called how you address things. Right. Um, I no longer I watch my tone. Let me just say that. I watch my tone. Because you can present something to someone. If your tone is bad, if your vibe is bad, they're going to think you're coming at them. And when they think, and when they think you're coming at them, they're going to put their guards up. Then you put your guards up. And guess what? You're going backwards. <laughs> you're going backwards. You got to go forward. Right. And so one thing that I, I've gotten better at is that if I have to address a scenario with someone, someone, I write down what I'm going to address and how I'm going to address it. That way I don't lose track of what I need to say. Because if you lose track of what you need to say, the problem is not Get soft, you're going right back to square number one. And that's what you want to avoid going back to square number one. So focus on how you handle things. Focus on how you make decisions on how you do things. If you can do that before you make decisions or before you handle things, you're looking at more than likely you're going to have a better outcome. Okay. All right, y'all. So that's a little bit about Coach James part number two. I don't think I need to do a part number three. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but that's that's a little bit about who I am in a nutshell. That's where I come from, and I'm very proud of myself because I came from all that, y'all, to have a podcast, to speak to people widely and share, like I said, my vulnerability with people and say, hey, you can overcome that, but you got to take T-steps. Y'all, I'm working on some coaching plans I'm putting together for clients that need some motivation, that need some mindset, that needs fitness, that need some supplements, all that stuff. I'm into all that, y'all, just so you know. Um, I have a full spectrum of coaching health and wellness, fitness, all that, okay? But I'm working on some on some some packages. And once I figure out my packages and, and what I had to offer, I'm gonna start posting those. And if y'all need me, reach out to me. You can follow me on the gram. Uh, on the gram, I'm at 40 and Fit Life Coach. It's James Watkins, J-A-M-E-S. And the last name is W-A-T-K-I-N-S. Feel free to email me. I'm at J-E-W-A-T-K-I-1 at gmail.com. And that's all lowercase, y'all. Well, y'all, I'm going to pray real quick and then we done. All right. Father God, thank you for today. Again, we thank you for My Two Cents on like the podcast. We thank you for Coach James, Jesus. We pray you continue to give him the words of wisdom and the knowledge to share with his audience. And Jesus, I pray that my audience will be willing to listen, open their ears, and I pray that they will use this information every single day in their life. Because the reason why I'm, I'm sharing it, Jesus, is from you to share and get back to them, to use it to make their life better, Jesus. And so I pray that you continue to give My Two Cents on like the podcast, what it means, and I pray you continue to bring listeners, new listeners, and the continued listeners over and over again, Jesus. As uh, he sings in your son's precious name. Amen. And as I always say, y'all, practice self care. That's my two sisters of y'all. Peace. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Have a wonderful day. God bless. And I love y'all. Peace.